0: Let's look at the exchange between the good thief, the bad thief, and Jesus while they were enduring the agony of their crucifixions. Their time was running out, and so is ours. Tradition gives names to the thieves. The good thief has been called Dismas. And the bad thief, Justice. I prefer using these names not because they're historically accurate, but to capture the humanity of these men. Each had a pivotal encounter with Jesus. Each had to make a fundamental choice of what to do with that encounter. And so do we. Justice followed the lead of the rulers and soldiers by taunting Jesus, saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. Justice sided with the very world that condemned him to a horrific and disgraceful death. But look at the wording, the formula, if you wish, that was used by the rulers and the soldiers, if, he is the chosen one, if he is the king of the Jews, where did we hear a similar formula before? Oh, you Bible reading Christians, it was in the gospel for the first Sunday of Lent when the devil tempting Jesus said, if you are the son of God, And we were told that when the devil had finished his temptations, he left Jesus, quote, for a time, close quote, meaning he had every intentions of coming back. And he did with a vengeance at the crucifixion when horrific pain radiated all through Jesus's body, making him very vulnerable to manipulation. This round of temptation, however, was different. The devil used very willing human agents, rulers, soldiers, and a thief to tempt the Lord in the hope of getting him to come down from the cross, misuse his divine authority, because if Jesus came down from the cross, no one would be saved. But then... There was Dismas, the good thief. Whereas justice allowed his pain to plunge him into anger, Dismas allowed his pain to open him to hope. There's a powerful lesson here. We always have a choice in how we choose to approach the struggles of life, the losses we experience, the pain we suffer, the disappointments that we endure as vehicles for falling deeper into darkness, for climbing into the light of hope. And Dismas chastised his colleague, have you no fear of God, for you are subject to the same condemnation and indeed we've been condemned justly. Dismas allowed his agony to help him see with startling clarity the reality of their crimes, the justness of their punishment and against all that darkness, the innocence of Jesus. From his cross, Dismas declared to the rulers, the soldiers, his friend, and ultimately to God. This man has done nothing criminal. And I will wager that infuriated the rulers and the soldiers. And then he said something quite remarkable to Jesus. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, what just happened? Dismas chose to allow his suffering to mobilize the power of hope, to respond to the grace of faith and to speak the words of faith, witnessing to a world plunged in darkness. Jesus' response was equally remarkable. Amen, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise, making Dismas the only human being in the whole of Scripture, given the assurance of receiving eternal life within a very specific period of time. And then all dialogue comes to an end. But we should not conclude that this mysterious encounter was over. Far from it. At the precise moment, Jesus knew all could be saved. He bowed his head and died. Jesus's life was not taken from him, as were the lives of Dismas and Justice, as will your life, as will my life, through disease, accident, persecution, war. Jesus is Lord of time and life. He died when he chose to die. You have to remember the Romans designed crucifixion to prolong the victim's agony for days, sometimes for a week. That Jesus died so quickly took many by surprise. Then a Centurion who had witnessed everything and saw the Lord pass from life to death, said something astounding, this man was innocent beyond doubt. The soldier agreed with Dismas. The tormentor became one with the tormented. The Roman was one with the Jew. That's what truth does. I wonder what Dismas must have thought. I think he smiled. And I wonder what Justice must have thought about the centurion's comment. I wonder what the rulers and the other soldiers must have thought. Would this centurion pay a bitter price for violating political correctness? We know that the Passover was to begin soon and the religious leadership wanted the thieves to die quickly and be buried before sunset. The usual technique the Romans used was to take an iron bar and smash the legs of the victims so their bodies would collapse and they would suffocate. I wonder what Dismas thought when he saw the soldier come with that iron bar to break his legs. He confessed the innocence of Jesus. He asked to be remembered in the Lord's kingdom and was assured by the Lord of life that he would be with him in paradise that very day. Now there was one last indignity to be endured. One last Burst of pain, one last struggle to breathe, and then paradise with Jesus. I wonder what Justice thought as he saw that soldier come to break his legs. Did he continue to vent in anger? Did he sink deeper into the darkness of the world? Or did he perhaps allow his friend's change of heart, the centurion's change of heart to soften his own heart? Is it possible that in the last few seconds of his life on this earth, justice too reached out from the darkness of pain to hope in Jesus. Every second of life counts. And the last few seconds can determine one's eternity. We are all thieves. We steal time. Time is not ours by right. It's a gift. Still, we arrogantly go about as if it is endless. The truth that is so unsettling for us is that none of us has a guarantee there will be a tomorrow, let alone another week, month, year, or decade. But it doesn't stop us, does it, from acting as if time is an unlimited commodity. And so we end up. Wasting so much of it, not thanking God for it, and angry, bitter, and fearful when we come to the inevitable reality that time is fading quickly. Dismiss and justice ran out of time. Each of us shall at some point run out of time they did not use much of their time wisely. Do we? Dismas, however, used his last stretch of time in this world to see that Jesus, the Lord of time and life, was innocent, declared him to be so, asked to be remembered when Jesus came into his kingdom, and was assured of the gift of eternal life Beginning that day, the Roman centurion used a moment of his time to step out of the darkness of his world and proclaim the innocence of Jesus. And Justice? Perhaps, as he saw that soldier coming with the iron bar, he allowed the light of Christ to enter the darkness. Perhaps he sunk deeper into the darkness and allowed it to engulf him for eternity. The choice was his. The choice is ours.